welcome to Overtime Hockey Talk. There's a series tied 2-2. Two to two. It's a miracle. I mean, I thought we'd never get one. And finally, Washington manages to dig, someone manages to dig themselves out of a hole. And it's, of course, Washington tying the series 2-2 two, two against the Blue Jackets. The Maple Leafs were not uh, privy to the same type of success as they fall to the Bruins 4-1 or 3-1. And uh, that is the score in the series as well. So uh, 3-1 series for the Pens and Flyers, the Lightning Devils, the Predators Avalanche. And, uh, of course, I guess... I guess for all those fans of the teams that are down 3-1, to one, at least you're not Ducks or Kings fans because you have nothing to watch anymore. I I guess neither do San Jose or, or Vegas fans right now, but, of course, they'll, you'll get your due as uh, the second round will be here. It, it seems like the second round is going to start sooner than we thought. Uh, other than this Caps-Blue Jackets series, it looks like all this could be over uh, you know, today's it's uh, Friday morning right now, and I mean, there's three series that could be done tonight. And man, do, does anybody really see the Flyers beating Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, the Wild beating Winnipeg in Winnipeg, or the Avs beating Nashville in Nashville? Here, I, I mean, I just i I think it's going to be a wild night where all three series end in game five, which is, it, it's it actually, in in this era of parody, it would be pretty unusual to have all these series ending in game five, right? Like, I mean, we are so used to uh, the last few years seeing several game sevens in the first round just because these teams are so evenly matched. Well, we'll start. We'll talk about the Leafs-Boston Bruins game last night. Uh, the Bruins obviously win 3-1. to one. Uh, I, A few thoughts from this game. Uh, Mike Babcock said it best when he said, you know, I'm, I'm sure. You know, if you don't know, Patrice Bergeron did not play in, this, in that game. I mean, if you watched any sliver of that game, I think that uh, Doc Emmerich reminded you every five minutes or so. So uh, Bergeron was not in the game. However, that uh, don't tell that to Riley Smith because, or not Riley, Riley Nash, excuse me. There's so many Rileys in the playoffs right now. I, I was thinking about a, a side note. Boston has Riley, uh, Riley Nash, Rick Nash, so two R Nashes, and then you've got Morgan Riley on the ice at the same time. You've got Chara, Nola Chara, and it's just, I'm con- I, I'm I'm confused. I I don't know who's who. Uh, but anyways, the yeah, Beck Babcock said about Austin Matthews. He said, you know, he I'm sure he thought he was going to dominate with Bergeron gone. Him and Nylander both thought they were going to dominate, and they didn't. And and I'm I'm surprised. I thought they would dominate, and and that was exactly my thought. I I don't know if I would say that I thought they would dominate, but I I think that. You wanted to see these two guys step up and do something. It's not even that they needed to score goals because, I mean, we, we all know. It's unrealistic to expect a guy to score a goal every game. It's unrealistic to expect certain players to, you know, sometimes you just get unlucky and you don't score. But unlucky does not stop you from generating offensive opportunities. You don't get so unlucky that you don't ever have the puck in the offensive zone to do something significant. 
And not not to say that they didn't have a couple opportunities, but they were pretty weak. There was one right in front of the net, but it was a, a little dribbler on goal by the time that it actually got to Tuka Rask. Who, who, let's give some credit to Tuka Rask because he had his best game of the series, I think. I think that uh, the Leafs were were coming at them and they could have had a had a, a two goal lead honestly somewhere in the second period but or in the first period but yeah I think that he he held solid and Freddie Anderson just played okay again I mean Freddie Anderson was back to playing okay and I mean yeah can you you can't blame Freddie Anderson because there's so many other problems but man they just he just didn't look like he was on top of things again it just so it's a little disappointing from him, but uh, I'll tell you, Brad Marchand, he scored a goal, but his best offensive chance or his most impressive one was a spinorama and where he, he just sent the shot wide of the corner by the time he had spun around and had a, a free shot at the net. But man, is this guy good. And as a Leafs fan, I hate his guts. But as a hockey fan, I absolutely love watching him because some of the things that he does, uh, he's so good he makes you laugh. He also is such an asshole that he makes you laugh. And so it just, he's the perfect combination. I, I, I just love watching him play. And truly, if, uh, if the Leafs can't come back against Boston, which it, it doesn't look likely, uh, I really... Is there anyone out there that doesn't want to see Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron go up against Sidney Crosby and this Penguins team? I just I think that would be a fantastic Eastern Conference final. I mean, we're going to get Boston against Tampa Bay, most likely, if the series continue the way they are. And then we're going to get Pittsburgh. And it doesn't really matter who Pittsburgh plays, whether it's Washington or Columbus. It's a 2017 rematch. Uh, Pittsburgh obviously beating both of them. So it would be a, a fun, fun second round, uh, not to mention Golden Knights through and you know a potential Winnipeg-Nashville series. It is just going to be very fun. Uh, but, I mean, you've got to think, with all these with four series at 3-1, to one, uh, you've got to think that one of them, well, five, five series at 3-1, to one, right? One, two, three, oh, Four, four series, I'm sorry, four series of three to one. You've got to think that one of them is going to come out the other side and, and come back in this series. So who, to me, the question is, who's the most likely to come back in their series? Is it the Leafs against the Bruins? Is it the Flyers coming back against the Penguins? Maybe the Devils against the Lightning? Or is it the Avalanche coming back against the Predators? Uh, I think that it's, would be relatively unanimous to me uh, that the most likely would be that the Leafs come back against the Bruins, especially if Bergeron misses any more time, although they said that he most likely will play Saturday. But if the if there's one team with significantly more talent than the rest, it would be the Leafs over you know the, the Avalanche, over the New Jersey Devils, uh, over... I mean, yeah, over the Minnesota Wild as well. So I think that the most likely to come back is the Leafs. But 
you just never know. I mean, the Leafs could go, they could lose in game five, and that's it. And, you know, Minnesota finds some, gets gets a little lucky, and they manage to bounce back. Or maybe New Jersey gets some fortunate goals, and Taylor Hall rips it apart. Or maybe we're sitting here in a couple days, and pretty much the entire first round is done. Uh, I, for one, I, I just, I want these series to extend. I mean, it's always more fun a game six, a game seven. So um, that's that's what I'd be looking forward to. Let's, let's move on to uh, this Capitals-Blue Jackets game where I think for the first time in this series, you really saw where the Capitals were able to play their game and continue playing their game for most of the game. You know, it's, it's they were able to jump out to some leads earlier in the series. Those leads were blown, and it's because Columbus was able to shift the tide back their direction. Well, the Washington Capitals did not let that happen. They they did not stop pouring it on in the second period. And it was just too much for the Blue Jackets to overcome. And they were able to use their speed, which it's not to say that Columbus doesn't have speed, but uh, Washington was able to use, I, I would say, a relatively unique ability to use speed and and skill and size, uh, which, which allowed them to control a lot of the play. Uh, Bobrovsky... Definitely had probably his his worst game. Uh, the the crazy thing is that like on the on the first goal that Tom Wilson it was a, a shot from the blue line. It was a, a definitely a savable shot. He had a direct sight to the shot. The crazy thing is that right before that he makes a magnificent save that he had no business making, where he sprawled out on his back, and then the puck goes back to the blue line, and I mean it was all for naught. So you you know you love to see him make those great saves. That's Bobrovsky makes saves that a lot of guys couldn't, but then you want to see him make the save that he should because it's just kind of a oh well okay I guess I guess you made that other save so maybe you shouldn't yeah it just it has a weird feel to it so that one goes in and then really the rest of them I mean Oshie on the power play there was there was no chance on that and. Uh, Ovechkin, I, I think that Ovechkin's goal, it was it was kind of a sneaky shot, not necessarily expecting it, but, I mean, it's Ovechkin. You just have to expect that a shot's coming from anywhere. So I, I think that Columbus now has to look themselves in the mirror. They're going back to Washington, right? Every, every single game has been won on the road in this series. And so back to Washington they go, and... I think that Columbus should be very worried because, man, it sure looked like Columbus was poised to win this series, and now Washington has made it a series. And, you know, sometimes teams kind of get into this spot where it seems like you're going to, you've already won it. And that just is a horrible place to be in the playoffs. Uh, you know, of course, everyone will say that that fourth game is the hardest to win, but shoot, when you're up 2 nothing, sometimes that third game can be pretty tough to win, too especially when you're up against a team like Washington who for all their playoff failures of note this is a team that rarely loses in the first round i mean they they know how to get out of the first round they just don't know how to beat the penguins they pretty much can beat everybody else just not the penguins so the washington capitals to me look like not necessarily the better team i don't actually think they're the better team uh, but I, I do think that they understand how to play in this position. And, you know, Ovechkin's 
really put them on his back. We had three goals in four games, and uh, he continues to play very well in the playoffs, as he always has. And it is definitely that myth of, oh, well, Ovechkin's a choker. No, I mean, man, and the guy has had some insane games where he, I mean, the guy will have a hat trick and they lose five to four. There's just... I mean, he's just been ousted by Sidney Crosby so many times. It's not even fair. Um, and then when it's not Crosby, it's Yaroslav Halak, right? It's just, <laughs> he uh, he stole the Capitals' dreams and hopes, and uh, just he still walks around with a backpack, and it's just all the Capitals' hopes and dreams. I mean, I th- I wonder was it that series that really just did it in for the Capitals that they haven't been able to recover since then? I think that was like two thousand nine or ten. Uh, that it's funny, but it's it's just never been the same since that point. There was this cockiness about them, and ever since it was like, well, cool, you can finish first, but we don't really care. And now it's really come down to, you know, this team that has no expectations, at least to really advance very far. I mean, if they can win this series, it's going to be the Penguins all over again. And even if the expectations are low. The Penguins have to be thinking, okay, cool, we beat these guys every time. And maybe that's just the recipe that they need. Well, uh, tonight, Flyers, Penguins, Jets, Wild, Predators, Avalanche, my predictions for this evening. Like I said, I really don't see any of these road teams coming in to the Pittsburgh, Winnipeg, or Nashville's barn and being able to leave Victoria. So I'm I'm saying the Penguins, Jets, and Predators series win tonight. And uh, tomorrow, uh, sorry, we'll be back Sunday. Uh, Justin and I will be recording an episode together. We're going to be talking uh, a lot about any any team that has been eliminated, uh, what those teams will be doing in the offseason. We're going to really break down, especially L.A. and Anaheim, who both were swept and need to take a good look in the mirror. I, I know L.A. just kind of refreshed their team with a new coach and John Stevens and a new style of play, but you get to the playoffs and you score that few of goals, uh, there's definitely going to be some some question marks. And will Drew Doughty be back next year as he's a free agent at the end of next season? So will they look to move him and, and start over in some way? Uh, do the Ducks continue on as they go? Will Randy Carlisle be fired? There are a lot of question marks for teams with pretty high expectations or at least some expectations. Maybe the Ducks have much higher expectations than the Kings did because the Kings didn't even make the playoffs year and last year and Anaheim was in the third round. But these teams do need to change something. We'll talk all about that. Uh, that episode will be be coming out Sunday, so you can you can catch us Sunday or, or Monday for that. And we'll be back next week recording episodes after every playoff games each night. Uh, sorry about this last week. I had some extra work that I had to do. Got to make that money, so uh, we will be on as much as possible during the playoffs, and we look forward to your questions, to your comments, to interacting with a few of you on Twitter. It's been really fun. Uh, at OT Hockey Talk, and we will talk to you very soon. Have a great weekend, and enjoy the games tonight.